The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Good morning. Uh, I'm Joe Dales, one of the co-founders of RH Accelerator, and welcome to today's version of uh, Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we interview leaders in the agriculture and food uh, sector and um, you know talk about some uh, interesting topics. Today, we have a terrific uh, couple of guests and a really cool announcement that they're going to make. Uh, Reg Ash is the CEO of the Western Fair Association in London, Ontario. Hi, Reg. Hi, Joe. And Kapil Lakotia is the president of the London Economic Development Corporation. Um, welcome, Kapil, and uh, love the backdrop there, Field of Dreams. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me. So today, guys, um, we're going to start off. Uh, Reg, can you take a few minutes and just introduce yourself uh, to the people and then talk a little bit uh, about Western Fair for the people that don't know a little bit about its history and, and its operations? Sure. Thanks. Um, my name is Reg Ash, as Joe uh, mentioned. And I've been working with the Western Fair Association for just shy of 20 years. Um, grew up in a rural town in Bruce County, Ontario. Uh, moved to the big city of London. You have to, you have to name it now. Oh, <laughs> Chesley. <laughs> moved to the big city of London in 1989 to pursue uh, university and have been uh, associated with London for uh, every year since. Uh, worked here in, in private rec facilities, moved away for seven years, lived in Chatham, came back to Western Fair in 2001 to open up their uh, sports center. And uh, the rest, as I say, is history. I've, I've held many different uh, roles inside the organization, so understand every uh, aspect of what it is that we do. The Western Fair Association, for anyone who is not familiar with us, we are one of Canada's oldest and uh, I'd say Ontario's largest uh, ag society, and we've been in existence since 1867. Uh, we're on our, our way to becoming the uh, leader of Canadian ag societies, and our, our goal will be to uh, be the leading ag society in the world. So, Yeah, it's terrific. I think everybody um, in Ontario, of course, knows the, the uh, Western Fair Farm Show, uh, which is unfortunately cancelled this year. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about the scope of the operations? Because you do have a, a magnificent footprint in the middle of the city of London. Yeah, many people, when they think of an ag society, they think of the fair. And we've been running a fair for as long as we've been in existence. And on top of that, we run Harness Horse Track, the, the raceway at Western Fair District, which has been a full-time operation since the early 60s. We run several trade and consumer shows and host many others. And Joe, you mentioned one of them, the Farm Show, which has been operating for about eight decades. The Poultry Show that we run in partnership with the Poultry Industry Council of Ontario, and uh, it's been operating for several decades. So those are two of the big ag-focused ones that we operate. Um, we also run a four-pad arena complex in partnership with the city of london and it's been operating for 20 years we own and operate the western fair farmers market 
So it's a collection of artists and vendors and food-related companies that operate inside of the market on a weekend basis right now. And it's been operating for, I would say, about a decade. Uh, it's probably a little bit longer. You lose a little bit of track on some of the uh, milestones of when things happen, but it's, a, it's certainly a going concern. So those, those are the uh, primary activities, what we do. And we recently announced uh, the, the launch of the Grove at Western Fair District, which is bound to be our uh, next touch point in agriculture. And it's designed to be an accelerator for agri-food and ag tech companies. That's great. We'll, we'll come back to that a little bit later. Uh, Kapil, you uh, have a very interesting job in the City of London. Uh, do you mind introducing yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about LEDC and what you guys do? Sure, I would love to. Thank you for the opportunity. So uh, Kapil Lakoti, I'm the president of uh, London Economic Development Corporation, like Joe mentioned earlier. Uh, our organization res is responsible for attracting new jobs and investments uh, in areas of uh, advanced manufacturing, food and beverage, digital creative, as well as healthcare. Uh, we also support uh, entrepreneurial activities and uh, creating more innovation and excitement in all of these areas. Uh, so within uh, agri-food, because that's what we're talking about today, we like to say that uh, as one of Canada's best locations for food and beverage processing, London has all the right ingredients for agri-food business. Uh, our cluster uh, of over 90 companies involved in various areas of food and beverage processing employ more than 7,000 people uh, across the region. And that's uh, the job of LEDC to make sure that this sector stays vibrant and healthy, as well as continue to market London for new investments. Over the last uh, several years, we've been successful in attracting global companies like Maple Leaf Foods, which is building uh, the largest and technically um, uh, most proficient um, uh, uh, poultry processing facility in all of Canada. Uh, that construction is currently underway. And when that plant will be ready in, in about a year or so, it will employ over 1,600 people. So we're very proud uh, to have attracted Maple Leaf Foods to London. Some of the other companies uh, that we have uh, attracted to the region in the last several years include um, a German company, Dr. Utker, which is one of the leading food and beverage companies across the world. And it set up its first North American frozen pizza uh, processing plant in London, uh, along with a host of other uh, leading names, such as Labatt, Nestle, McCormick, Doc, uh, original cakery, and the list goes on and on. We're going to um, have a, uh, a uh, try to get Muhammad on from Aspire Foods um, and taste some of his uh, his new food company's uh, offerings. Uh, do you want to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to just give the give a quick plug for uh, for Aspire? Sure, uh, sure. So get a vegetarian to introduce Aspire Food Groups. So uh, Aspire Food Group is a, a very innovative uh, food company that uh, we were able to attract to London uh, last year. It's, uh, let me see if I can get this right. It's building the world's largest food grade automated cricket processing facility in London, Ontario. So this is a form of sustainable alternative proteins that's uh, gaining popularity across the planet and Aspire Food Groups is at the leading edge of this. So they've bought some industrial land uh, from us in the city of London and are in the process of building their first automated production facility. So we're very excited to have an innovative company like Aspire Food Group join our cluster. 
Yeah, and, and for, for those that don't know, if you're from Western Canada, uh, London's in Middlesex County, surrounded by, you know, southwestern Ontario, which is, you know, really one of the best farming areas in, uh, in the country. Uh, we have great farmers, tremendous soils, and, uh, you know, close proximity to market. So, you know, we grow everything, uh, everything, including crickets now uh, in the region. So um, look forward to that one. Uh, you guys, we have some exciting news today to share. So um, tell us a little bit about the, the project that you're working on that's being announced this week. So I, I can start it up and, uh, and, uh, uh, and Reg can take it from there. Um, basically, you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, we've had a historical track record of a successful and strong food cluster. In recent years, we've been able to attract a number of these large companies. Uh, so clearly, uh, we needed to do more in terms of creating the right infrastructure, uh, business support climate, and, and the type of things that would lead to organic growth, more startup and scale-up activities within this food environment to make that circle whole. So that's where we partnered with the Western Fair Association and a number of other uh, players uh, locally, which we'll get to shortly, I'm sure, uh, to work on this very exciting Grove project. Uh, so I won't steal Reg's thunder, but with that kind of preamble, I think uh, you could see where uh, where this project is going. Bill, yeah, go ahead, Reg. Yeah. Um, so it, it was I don't know maybe a year and a half ago. Um, a recent retired uh, colleague of mine, Mike Woods, had come back from a meeting with Capil and his team, and they were just like so ecstatic about the opportunity that. Uh, was in front of us and, and Kapil and, and his team have, uh, had described to him. And I, I listened with a lot of uh, excitement as well as they described the, the potential. And we, we worked at it. We uh, assembled the right team with the right uh, sort of composition and outcomes that we uh, submitted to FedDev for consideration. And uh, today we announced that our project that we submitted funding for, along with uh, four other uh, collaborators, was approved in full for $7.2 million to uh, kickstart the uh, development of the Grove at Western Fair District. And as I mentioned, it's designed to be an accelerator for agri-food companies. And as Capel was mentioning, it, it's looking to take uh, the the smallest of startups all the way through to the point where you know they they leave the grove and and acquire their own property or building someday and become one of those leading companies uh, headquartered right here in London, Ontario. So that's the ambitious target, but uh, we're well on our our way to do it. Uh, Western Fair announced the grove in October of. 2019, which seems so long ago, uh, but yet is not that far back in memory. And with it, we announced our first tenant, which is LiveFit Foods, and they are occupying about 30,000 square feet of one of our buildings. And we have inside of the rest of our facilities, well over $100,000 that we are sorry, 100,000 square feet that we will uh, allocate to agri-food, ag tech, companies to uh, help accelerate, uh, incubate, and, and see where this agri-food, ag tech can take us. 
Yeah, no, it's terrific. Uh, we're really excited. Uh, RH uh, Accelerators happy to be one of the the, the groups uh, partnering in with this. So, how can people get more information? Um, you know, is there is there a website, Reg? Uh, I'm sure there's going to be. This will be in the media a fair bit, but let's just say I'm interested in, you know, a, a physical location there and taking advantage of some of these increased resources. How would I uh, connect with you guys? Sure. Easiest way, Joe, is to visit thegrovewfd.com and check out the information there, which will include a spot if you're looking to get into the Grove to, to fill out a uh, request to participate in and it'll forward the information off and get it reviewed and and we'll be in touch and Kapil how can uh, how can people connect up with uh, LEDC uh, same thing LEDC.com is uh, the starting point uh, and there's a tab for agri-food that lists uh, some of the details we've just talked about we'll also plan to uh, put collateral materials uh, on this uh, site that includes uh, floor plans um, you know, news and events around upcoming um, food and beverage seminars, podcasts, webinars, things that people might be interested in. We should also uh, stress, Joe, this is not just about uh, a facility and infrastructure for food companies. This is a wrap around uh, support ecosystem uh, where uh, collaborators such as uh, yourself at the Roundhouse Accelerator are coming together to offer mentorship, capital and resources to founders. We have uh, the Small Business Center that's providing early stage training programs to budding food entrepreneurs. Uh, we've been running programs with the Small Business Center over the last four years. We call them from recipe to reality, as well as how to scale up a growing food business. Uh, as Reg mentioned, there are a number of food entrepreneurs who are already at his uh, Western Fair market. And these are artisanal companies that are selling their wares at the, uh, at the farmer's market and doing quite well. But in order for them to achieve scale and export their product into new markets, they need different type of wraparound supports. So that's where some of this ecosystem comes in. I should also mention we're working with um, the London Training Center to develop a skills base of uh, talent that's ready to work in this growing food and beverage environment. And then partners at uh, both Western and Fanshawe that are also coming together with their expertise in R&D and commercialization. So those are the things we have thought about in order to wrap uh, our, ourselves around this food sector and really think of novel ways of supporting not just early stage companies, but also companies that have been in existence for the last couple of years, but require scale up support. Yeah, no, I think that's the exciting uh, component here as well, is that this is community based um, and we have tremendous firepower, everyone from you know Western and Fanshawe to uh to the industry and and so i think it's pretty exciting that you know ledc and western fair have stepped up to uh, to drive this new initiative and yeah rh accelerators delighted to be uh involved in this and yeah we're looking forward to good things um so people can get a hold of you guys uh on your websites if they want further information they should be able to find it just uh, by by searching uh, any last words or any last thoughts, uh, Kapil, and then I'll let Reg, uh, Reg close this off. You, you know, all I would say is uh, we've been nationally recognized as a test market city. London has had 
a host of different food and beverage products that have been tested here first before a national launch. Uh, this includes major brands uh, such as Tim Hortons and McDonald's uh, and Black Fly Beverages uh, that are testing different things here. I would encourage food entrepreneurs, food and beverage companies of uh, no matter what scale or size to check out our ecosystem uh, from ideation all the way to large facilities such as Maple Leaf Foods. We're really developing a healthy ecosystem of food companies. This is a place to be. If you're uh, in the food and beverage industry, processing, technology, skills, any of these different things within the food environment, you got to check out London and put us on the map. Perfect. Reg? I don't know how I top that, but uh, <laughs> Kapil, you, you really nailed it. That's exactly what we're, we're looking for. Uh, Joe, you mentioned that it's community, and it is. We are really proud of, of the businesses that will come through the Grove that are London-grown. Uh, but we're quite open to investment and attracting uh, companies from all across Southern Ontario. Uh, this is a really regional play uh, for us, for the uh, uh, contribution of, of FedDev. We, uh, we're looking to service all of Southern Ontario in this development, and I'm quite convinced that we'll, we'll make it. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh... Uh, we're really, we're really um, looking forward to this as well. And I think, you know, leveraging the strengths of the the local community and ecosystem, and then leveraging up technology going forward, uh, um, it's going to be really interesting to put, you know, London on the uh, the agri food innovation map. So, thanks for joining me today, guys, and uh, for all the listeners of the Ready Set Grow podcast. We want to thank uh, Farm Credit Canada Ag Expert, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.